Hey, y'all. What's up? Oh, my God. I missed you, too. Oh, but we're here now. And you're listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I'm Vaughn Carlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And Coach Vaughn is on. Thank you for your patience with me, my faith, faith, faithful listeners. For those of you that may be new uh, listeners to the Coach Vaughn Podcast and my voice, I have been in Pittsburgh taking care of my mom. I've been going back and forth a lot since November. We found out Thanksgiving she has cancer. And we have been going through the valley of taking care of her through chemo and radiation and surgeries. And it's just been complete chaos. But my mom is a very strong, strong soldier. And she knows how to make adjustments in life. You know what I'm saying? And I I get everything from my mom. And until you're... You you have your own final buzzer. Let me tell you, there is no end. We are forever in overtime in life. There's no end until the last breath is out of your body. And as long as you have that strength and that hope and you make those adjustments and deal with life as it comes to you and you you do your best to make sure you are controlling your life with your thoughts and making sure you are staying healthy and staying active and, and staying in a hopeful place you'll get there. And that's what my mother is. So I believe 100% that she will pull through all of this. And you know, when I'm in Pittsburgh, sometimes I'm able to record my podcast. This time I was not. Today is Wednesday. I usually put it up on Monday. So again, thank you guys. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Shout out to everyone on, on my Twitter and Instagram that sent prayers up for my mom. And told me not to worry about doing the podcast. Of course, I'm going to worry about doing the podcast. I need to keep your ears. I need to keep you on the Vaughn train. Team Vaughn is moving and we got we to gotta build this together. So make sure when you're listening to the podcast, you're telling your friends about it. You're reposting stuff. You're downloading it. Numbers count in this game. You're following me on Twitter at Vaughn Carlo Hashtag Coach Vaughn. Same thing for Instagram. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, there's a lot to get into as usual, what is there ever not 10,000 different stories, not just in the world, but in the NBA alone? How many dramatic damn moments can we have in a day? You can't even keep up. I was watching the games as much as I could. And you know what? There, like I said, there's a lot going on, a lot to chime into from. And there's not just the games, but I want to get into Becky Hammond, too. You know, she's going to be the um, the new head coach, I believe, of the Bucks. I think that she should get it. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. And we, I also want to talk about the Knicks, new head coach, Fizdale, Coach Fizzy Izzy. I wasn't on board with that at first, but you know what? After listening to him in a couple of interviews, I may have jumped right on his bandwagon. I'll I'll tell you why in a minute. And um I mean there's the Eastern Conference Finals, there's the West, you know, Conference Finals. There's a lot going on. I know you guys can't wait to hear me talk about LeBron because y'all think all I talk about is the Knicks and LeBron. Well, you know what? I put my energy where I'm supposed to put my energy. Now, we know I'm a huge Knicks fan. We don't need to go down that road. But LeBron deserves a high level of support. You could call that standom, fandom, whatever you want to call it. 
I just believe that he deserves an incredible amount of credit and support. And he's going to get it from me. If he doesn't get it from you, that's your business. Okay, that is your business. But as far as me and my house, we going to serve the Lord. No, I'm just kidding. LeBron is not the Lord. He is the king. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know what? Do you guys still trust the process? That's another thing I want to talk about. Just briefly, because it's over and done. Philly is gone. Let's start there. Philly is deuces out. Philly is deuces out. Do you guys still trust the process in Philly? I guess you should because it, it landed you Ben Simmons, but is he still your rookie of the year? Now, as much as I want to keep my son in my head, Ben Simmons, as my rookie of the year, I don't know. I don't know. Look what Donovan Mitchell did. Like Donovan Mitchell as a rookie... And I'm not going to get into the debate over who's a real rookie and who's not. The NBA has their rules. They say Ben Simmons is a rookie. I'm going to say Ben Simmons is a rookie. We get it. We get it. Didn't the same thing happen with uh, Blake Griffin? Like, he missed his whole first year, too. So his his first year on a court was considered um, his rookie year. I don't know. I will have to dig into the Get my fact checkers out on that. But it's irrelevant, really, to what I'm talking about. I just want to talk about... Um, Donovan Mitchell really quick because he essentially he he put his team on his back like a pro whereas Ben Simmons to me as much as I love Ben he had the whole process and Philly and Meek Mill <laughs> on his side so I might have to sway my vote to Donovan Mitchell although I can be quite biased you know, I'm team high yellow up in this piece. You know, Ben Simmons look like we cousins or he my son or something. <laughs> I don't know. I want to hear from you guys on Twitter and Instagram. Did you, you sway your vote to Donovan Mitchell or is it still Ben Simmons or, 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 or is your new front runner for rookie of the year, Jason Tatum? Because Jason Tatum, as we speak right now, is still in the game. Now, that's going to lead me right into talking about the Boston Celtics and, and LeBron. At this moment, we're in, in game two. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to talk about adjustments. Because in life, like I said about my mom earlier, you have to make adjustments. Now, Philly's adjustment was we're going to lose to win. Trust the process. They made that adjustment. Turns out pretty good, pretty good idea. I still don't subscribe to losing to win, but seems like a pretty good idea from from where we stand. Now they, you know, got got a little beaten, got a little beaten and they gone. They're out. But look at the future. Very very bright. And not because some of you crazy people think that LeBron is going to go there, but just because of who they are as a team right now, period. Bright future. Their adjustment, I guess, worked. When you think about Boston, they don't have their star play. They don't have Kyrie Irving on the floor. And we know six minutes into the very first game of the season, Wow. Hayward went down. Done. Wow. Didn't see that coming, right? So you have 
very good players on the floor, but not your amazing superstar players. What is this saying to us in the NBA? That uh, you don't necessarily need your your big three all-star team to win. That's That's big. Boston is doing something really big. And you have to give Brad Stevens a lot of credit because he's one of the best adjusters as far as coaching. We know. Brad Stevens knows how to utilize the best of each individual. And he goes with that as a team. As a team. And Kyrie is, you know, chilling, sitting there on the bench, but I'm pretty sure he's not mute. He may be hurt, but he's not mute. So his presence means something. And I'll get into presence meaning something, KP. KP6 of the New York Knicks. Where you at, bro? Where the hell you at? Remind me I said that because I got to circle back around to that when I talk about Fizdale. But um, you have to make adjustments in life if you want to win. Point blank. If you want to live, if you want to live, love, and be happy in this world. You have to make adjustments. There's Everything's not going to go your way all the time. There are things that's going to happen out of nowhere. You're not going to expect it. And then you have to make the adjustments. Right? Are you guys with me? Are you thinking about it? Look. Six minutes. A- approximately six minutes into the first game of the season, Gordon Hayward, gone. Everybody was thinking, boom, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, they they taking it this year. When Gordon Hayward went down, it was like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Then we saw what what the Celtics were doing without him, and they were like, all right, okay. Then Kyrie, gone, gone. And it was like, pshh. They don't have a chance. Guess who didn't say that? Yours truly, Coach Vaughn. Let's not forget, I picked the Boston Celtics as my Cinderella team. And Cinderella looks like they got their shoes. I don't know. I don't know. But what's not going to happen? The Celtics is not going to sweep LeBron. Okay, we're two games in. First game, LeBron himself has said, I use game one to see how they're going to play me. And then I pull up and wreck. Right? Well, he didn't. That's not a quote. That's me translating. You know, I speak fluent LeBron. (laughs) By the way, thank you guys who have been um, emailing me and reaching out to me on my contact form about my book, Speak Fluent Man. Speakfluentman.com. Please do uh, buy and read my book. And... If you have any questions about love and or basketball, always reach out to me. I'll try and answer your questions right here on the podcast. But anyway, speakfluentman.com. Speak fluent LeBron. (laughs) Game one uses that to, to make his adjustments to see how he's going to be attacked and what his strategy is moving forward. Now, we're at game two and, oh man, LeBron came out pulling up, wrecking like we all knew he would. Like we all knew he would, right? Pull up, wreck, wreck. But there was an issue. There was a slight issue. The Cavs didn't look to be all together with that adjustment. 
I don't know. We we already know that LeBron James comes into practice several hours before any of his teammates, and they showed him in in Boston warming up. I think it was like two hours prior to the game or something. LeBron's in there, excuse me, shooting around, throwing his free throws, doing his thing by himself. Where's the other Cavs? Like if I'm on the Cavs, I'm there too. I'm like, Braun is there. If, if practice starts at five and LeBron is there at two, I'm there at two. Or maybe I need, need to give him some space. I'm there at three. What I'm not going to do is be there at five. Right? So the Boston Celtics, they pulled up and wrecked that third quarter. They pulled up and, <laughs> and started wrecking. Ty Lue said that they were gooning up the game. I didn't, I didn't agree with that. Boston is, is, they started running circles around the Cavs a little bit, but I wouldn't say they were gooning it up. Um, they were giving them a run for their money. J.R. Smith came in. That You can take the, the man out of Newark, but you can't take the Newark out the man. And as much as I love J.R. Smith and all the inconsistencies that come with him, he was wrong, capital A-F, <laughs> for pushing him in the back. I said, J.R., no, no, that's definitely a flagrant. And then, you know, they both got teed up or whatever. You know, it's just, I, just, I just looked around. I said, oh, boy, they don't seem to be in sync. They haven't fully made the adjustment with LeBron. Now, we're in game two. What we have seen over and over and over and over again is that, just like I say about J.R. Smith, when he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's about to be. I'm going to say the same thing about the Cavs. When they're hot, they're hot. When they're not, they're about to be. I think that they're going to make the adjustment because they want to win. If you want to win, you have to make adjustments, period. Period. Life is ball. Ball is life. There is nothing different on that court than what's happening in your life right now. You can either sit on the bench and whine about how something is beating you down or running circles around you, or you could get up and give it a your all and make the adjustments and give yourself a chance to win. What I saw in the second quarter from the, the Cavs is they, they weren't really giving themselves a chance to win. There were wide open. Oh, some of the Celtics were, they were wide open and draining. They, they were just draining threes and perimeter shots and they were pulling up and they were wrecking. They were left wide open in some instances. That wasn't the first quarter. The first quarter they held them back. You know, I had tweeted out, good D, JR no pun intended, in, in like the first or second quarter because they were they were on D. And that's why they have J.R. Smith in. When J.R. Smith is hot on the offensive side, he will drain some threes. But J.R. plays defense. They need J.R. They need him to adjust <laughs> his Newark gooning and get his head in the game. I need the Cavs to click. I need y'all to uh, melt together, which I do believe they will. Because what's not going to happen 
is ain't no damn Cavs without Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward and their star play. Ain't no Jason Tatum about to sweep no damn LeBron. Now, you could, it's going to take Jesus Christ himself to come down and convince me of that. Even if they do it, I'm going to be like, mm, fake news. Fake news, alternative facts. The Trump administration has gotten to the NBA. They they just recently, um, the whole sports betting thing is real now. So that's going to, of course, cause people to start saying that things are rigged and blah, blah, blah. They've been saying stuff was rigged. But I don't know. I don't think, at the end of the day, unless they got a string on a damn basketball, you can't fake a shot going in. I have tried many a days. <laughs> My shots don't go in unless they go in, okay? Um, I can make whatever adjustments I want, um, and I can sing I want to be like Mike and or LeBron, but what's not going to happen is my shot going in without it going in. You feel me? Now, I would say as far as the Western Conference, oh my God. First of all, Coach D'Antoni, I see you made some great adjustments between the, like, looking at, looking at your job with the Knicks versus your job with Houston you would go, wow, Coach D'Antoni knows how to make adjustments, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And here's why Houston might get swept. Houston might get swept. It's hard for me to say that because I can't imagine that a, a team with Chris Paul, one of the greatest point oh, I love Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards ever. He's he's in my top at least. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. I'll do that next week, maybe. I'll do a top five point guards of all time. He's up there, though. Chris Paul, future Hall of Famer for sure. But I can't imagine CP3 and James Harden getting swept. But here's here's why they might. Lack of adjustments. The Warriors, first of all, it's easy to win when everybody on your team is Infinity War Avengers superstars. I mean, Jesus Christ, what what are you going to do with KD? What are you going to do with Steph now, who looks like he never even had a damn injury? I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I know there's rules in the NBA, so I'm not accusing them of lying. Maybe exaggerating the injury a little bit, but they rested uh, Chef Curry with the pot and the swish and the, the, and the this and the that until now, basically. And boy, oh boy, it doesn't look like he uh, had an injury at all. But you got Steph, you got Clay, Clay Thompson, y'all. Wow, wow. It's a good thing he doesn't have much of an ego. Or if he does, he he's adjusted himself to not letting that shit shine. Because with Katie, Clay, Drake, their whole squad. Oh my God. What are you going to do with them if you can't make adjustments? Because they play team ball. They're, you are working with superheroes that play team ball, that rotate the ball, where their superstar player is not selfish with the ball. And then you have Coach Dan Tony. I used to call him Coach Damn Tony when he was with the Knicks. And I think I'm going to start adopting that name back to him, Coach Damn Tony. He said, that he's he's aware that people are saying that they play too much ISO ball and this, that, and a third, and they can't win against that team. And he had the audacity to say, 
that he wasn't making no adjustments. That you, they play how they play, they are who they are. And they figure out the puzzle with what they got. They don't need to make no adjustments to play how the Warriors play. Well, guess what, Coach Damn Tony? I 100% disagree. I 1,000% disagree. It's like LeBron. You see in game one how they're going to play you. You make the adjustments and then you give y'all all towards that. You check out their strategy against you. And then you adjust to it. I'm not saying don't play your iso ball. We know who Chris Paul is. We know who Harden is. We get it. But you're going to make no adjustments? None? Zero? Zilch? When I heard him say that, I said, oh, this is why Coach Damn Tony is Coach Damn Tony. You could be so much better if you had a vision, like, outside of your own ways. Like, don't get stuck in your ways. Don't get stuck in your ways, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> a song always pops in my head. Um, that's not the lyrics of that song. If you old school rap, you know, don't let them go to your head, no. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. You tell me the name of that song. Tell me the name of the song. But don't get stuck in your ways, y'all. If you get stuck in your ways, you're going to be one of those people that's just walking around life. In the, in the same outfit you wore in the 70s and calling it current. <laughs> Don't get stuck where you're at. Why? You think you're going to win like that? So with that in mind, that's when I was like, you know what? They might actually get swept. And it won't be because of um, CP3 or... Harden, it'll be because of Coach Damn Tony not making those adjustments. Now, should Chris Paul make some adjustments and get his LeBron Kobe attitude on? You know, start start coaching a coach. Start saying, look, I'm going to do it this way. Should CP3 stick his chest out and make that kind of adjustment? Look, it's do or die right now. I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. Stick your chest out, CP3, and respectfully decline your coach's bullshit. Make those adjustments if you know how. That's the other thing. Can Chris Paul make those adjustments? His basketball IQ is pretty damn high. I would say yes. I would say absolutely. So, yeah. Why not? Why not? Do it, CP3. Because... I would love to see the Rockets, and I don't think this is going to happen, but I would love to see the Rockets take down the Warriors, mostly because I believe LeBron could beat the <laughs> Rockets. I'm not too sure about LeBron and company beating the Warriors. I, honestly, y'all, I could go on record and say, uh, they, they got all the Infinity Stones. Jesus. So LeBron is going to have to beat the Infinity Stones. And I'm saying it like, yes, LeBron and company and Cavs will make the necessary adjustments. No concern. Zero concern. I'm going to stick to what, you know, the king ain't got no concern. I ain't got no concern. He knows how to make adjustments. 
I know how to make adjustments. So in 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 the in the case of the Cavs versus the Celtics, I'm gonna stick to the King. The King said, "Look, zero concern, zero concern. You're talking to a man who was down three one in the finals and pulled a ring out of it. He ain't worried about no damn Jason Tatum, game two. All right, it's not about to happen." They're not going to sweep the Cavs. And although they're my Cinderella team, I'm going to say the king is still the king, though. The adjustments will be made. And the Cavs will meet, hopefully, the Houston Rockets. But what's not going to happen is the I have zero, I have 100% concern with the Houston Rockets. I have zero faith in them because of Coach Damn Tony. Now, if... If Coach Damn Tony was able to say, yeah, 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 we, we're going to, we, we learned from these games. We're going to make the necessary adjustments. We're going to stick to our, who we are. Because you have to stick to who you are as a person. You never change who you are. Never change who you are. But if you can't grow and make adjustments, you will get stuck where you are. That's a fact of life. Facts. 100% facts. I had to make adjustments with my mom being sick. I don't go back to Pittsburgh as much as I I, I have been lately. Because I'm focused on my career. I'm my you know, my daughter moved to California. I, I had to make adjustments of being a, a hundred percent alone. My fiance passed away one month prior to our wedding date. I was with him ten years, y'all. Ten years. All right. Speaking on adjustments, my daughter. I've been her mother for almost two decades. I'm still her mother, of course, but you get what I'm saying. I don't have to baby her anymore. She's an adult that lives a plane ride away. I can't even get into a car and go see her. My my nearest family member is in Pittsburgh. And that's not a hop, skip, and jump either. I've had to completely adjust to being primarily by myself. And, you know, I have my comedy family around me. I've said it many, many times. Comedy has saved my life. Improv saved my life. Stand-up comedy saved my life. You have to dig within yourself deep and find what you need to find to make the adjustments you need to make in life to win. And what is winning to you? You have to ask yourself, what is winning to you? Because I tell you right now, if I die right now, I made it. Because I'm from Clareton, Pennsylvania, a very poor, depressed town where not a lot of people get out. But I have a long way to go because, like I said at the top of this show, my final buzzer is my final breath. So until I have that final buzzer, I'm in OT, 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 OT. Overtime, baby. I'm on overtime. Next quarter, let's go. Let's get it. 24 seconds on the shot clock. Let's go. Let's get it. Period. Period. So I have no faith that the Houston Rockets are going to meet the Cavs in the finals. It's going to be the Warriors. And I'll save that that slice of humble pie for later. I'm not going to say right now that the Warriors are def- definitely going to beat LeBron. Because I, I believe that, you know, LeBron can beat the Infinity Stones. Give me a minute. Let me breathe on that. 
let me breathe on that. I'm running out of time, but just really quick. Um, I did want to, I did say I wanted to mention a few things and that's Becky Hammond being the, you know, up for the job, being the first woman in the NBA as a head coach. And what do I have to say to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. When she first became assistant, uh, an assistant coach, I listened to her interview and the first thing I was looking for, because at first I was like, oh God, is this going to be a step towards having women play in the NBA? And I was like, I'm definitely not for that. That was one of the first questions they asked her when she became an assistant um, coach. And, you know, she works under Pops and everything. And, and, you know, Pops plays no game. Coach Popovich plays no games, takes no shorts. So they asked her, you know, would she ever advocate for women to play in the NBA with and against the men? And she said, absolutely not. Men and women are physically built differently. And this is not a sport in which women should play against men. Thank you. Thank God. Because what I never wanted to see is Brittany Griner posting up on LeBron. Because the only way she's getting past it, the, uh, the, the 12th man off the bench in the NBA is if he let her. If you take Brittany Griner and put her against, you know, th- these guys, look, bottom line, they used to hype her up like, oh, you could be the first woman in the NBA. And the first thing out of my mouth was, well, if she could play with the big boys, why does she play with the girls in college? You don't send a woman from college into the NBA. Cut that out. So Becky Hammond was, you know, right on on board with that. But in terms of her coaching and using her mind, coach against coach, strategy against strategy, absolutely. There is absolutely no reason why a woman can't be a head coach. Now, you, you go into the locker room and you go, well, how will the guys respond to this? You know, and... You, you, you make me, it makes me think of that old movie, you know, Wildcats. Remember Wildcats? Whoa, 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 Wildcats. It's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. Football, <laughs> with Goldie Hawn. Football. I love that movie. Um, go watch it if you've never seen it. It's, it's about Goldie Hawn. She becomes the head coach of a high school football team. And they embraced her, but it took a minute. I don't think that, you know, it's 2018. I don't think it's going to take too long for these guys to adjust. LeBron was on record saying, look, I mean, if she knows what she's doing, we'll love it. It, it, We'll listen. At the end of the day, it's basketball. It's not about male or female. If you know the game, you know the game. I agree with that a thousand, ten percent. So big up to Becky Hammond. Now, there's there's people that saying, hey, there's more qualified women. I get that. I get that. Somebody has to be the first. She may be the chosen one for many, many reasons that we don't know. But we'll see what happens. The other thing I wanted to get into before I go is, is the Knicks. Now, we got Coach Fisdale. And at first I was like, nah, Mark Jackson can handle New York, the media. We need somebody in there that knows how to handle these guys. And then when I started listening to Coach Fisdale, I was like, yo, whoop, whoop. I think I'm Team Fizzy. Coach Fizzy in the house. He got some swag to him, y'all. I haven't paid him much attention over the years, but I, I paid him a lot of attention once he, you know, got that head coach job for the Knicks. I was like, how are we going to adjust to this dude? Is New York going to crack you? 
because New York cracks players and coaches. We know this. Coach Fisdale was like, look, I'm coming in, and I don't want no cupcakes on my team. I want, I want players that's going to be out here playing defense. And what, what got me on, his, on board with him, when he said, right now, teams come to the garden excited to play at the garden like it's it's showtime baby we we gonna we gonna do our thing at the garden they come to our house stomping with their chest out woo, woo, woo. <laughs> i don't know why i just went into a a, 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 a manny bark from you know my wakanda bark i don't know why i just did that but <laughs> that's how i think teams coming to the garden with all this energy like it's time to show off and show out Coach Fisdale said, I want to change the culture of this arena. Get back to the old school where teams fear coming to the garden. And I said, you got me. I'm 100% on board with that. Now, he did mention that he doesn't have a relationship with Christoph Porzingis. He doesn't know him, and he's looking forward to playing with him. Which brings me to saying, where you at, Unicorn? Where you at? You see Kyrie uh, Irving is with his team all day, all night. Where you at, KP? Last time I read, you know, you were in Connecticut. You don't even use team doctors. He doesn't use the Knicks team doctors. He has his own crew of doctors and his own thing happening in Connecticut. He doesn't come to team meetings, none of that. So my question is, we go hard for KP. Is KP going hard for us? Has his mind exited the building? When he becomes a free agent, is he going to do something? You know, I, listen, we need the unicorn. I want him to stay. I hope that Coach Fisdale brings some adjustments to the Knicks that we so desperately need. And, you know, I do want, I don't think that he will, but I do want LeBron to come to the Knicks because I think that will secure his legacy and even the haters of the haters of the haters would have to uh, bow down to him if he brought a championship to New York. But, you know what? Some people feel like this is no place, you know, New York is no place to end his legacy because it would be tragic. You know, the, the, the Knicks are way over salary cap and the star of the organization ain't even present. So I don't know. I don't know. If LeBron is looking to be an owner of a league one day, which we all believe he is, then his best chance might be staying in Cleveland. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking from my heart when I say, come to New York, LeBron. <laughs> you already said you came. <laughs> oh, when I tell you, I think that New York will make some adjustments for the king. Y'all say y'all hate him now. You're going to sound like a huge hypocrite when... uh. When he's on your team, when and if, when and if, when and if, when and if. But you know what? I, I, I truly believe that ball is life. That's why I love basketball so much. I see so much life in it. And the main thing I take from LeBron and any of those players, you've heard me say it before, discipline, discipline, not giving up. Don't give up, Cavs. Don't give up. Don't get stuck in your ways, no. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad to be back. I'm in New York. I'm about to go to the gym. 
I'm going to be on Race Wars podcast later on. I am going to be in Chicago next week. Chi-Town, come out. I posted the link on my Twitter and in my Instagram stories and on Instagram. Laugh Tracks, a TV show on True TV where they take the best comedians all over the country. And we do stand up and they reenact it. So I am going to be in Chicago May 23rd. Come check me out. Come support your girl. The tickets are free. Come be part of the audience. Be be a part of history, as it says on their website. Um, laugh mobs, laugh tracks. And then I am going to be at New York Comedy Club on the 25th. Come check me out there. I am going to be featuring, um, I'm going to be with Matt Richards. June 2nd, Fairfield, New Jersey. Come out, see me. Listen, go to Coach Vaughn, coachvon.com. Get links to everywhere, all my social media. Please do follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Download and listen to my podcast. Pass it on to your friends and foes. Talk to me, y'all. Talk to me on Twitter. I'd like to hear from you all the time. I have a great relationship with my followers and fans or stands or whatever you want to call yourself um, these days. And just, you know, as you're living your life, make adjustments and you will win. Coach Vaughn out.